Welcome to another episode of Frankly Speaking Sports. I'm your host, Larry Frank, and what a great Tuesday night we have in store for you tonight. Just an incredible, incredible, incredible show for you. Got a lot of topics to get to, and about 14 minutes from now, we're going to have former New York Mets catcher Barry Lyons. That's right. Barry Lyons is going to be joining us live right here on Frankly Speaking Sports. Like I said, in about 13, 14 minutes, we'll have him on our show. We're going to talk a little bit today about the Major League Baseball schedule. We're going to talk about some other topics. Patrick Mahomes and his huge contract that he got yesterday. And just a other bunch of topics that you want to talk about. We do have a call in line. The call in line is listed. It's 479-553-7008. After the uh, interview with Barry Lyons, the former New York Mets catcher, we'll have you call in, ask questions, uh, talk about any topics that you'd like to talk about. Oh boy, I'm fired up for this show tonight. Yes! And let me go ahead and uh, start this off by saying for all of you fans, and I see fans joining by the dozens right now, if you can please do me a favor, it'll only take you one second, that's all I'm asking you to do, is please go ahead, hit the share button on your timeline so that we can go ahead and share this with all your friends. It'll take you one second to do. Doesn't matter what group you're on, whether you're on the New York Mets group, if you're on the Diamondbacks group, if you're on the Cubs group, whatever group you're on, take that one second and just share it to your timeline. Want to remind you all, we are on several different platforms live tonight. We are on seven different podcast platforms as well as Facebook Live, and later on we will be on YouTube and Twitter as well. So a lot of different ways to go ahead and be in contact with us. And, you know, I want to make sure we have time to go over some of the Major League Baseball schedules, like the Tampa Bay Rays, the New York Mets, maybe the Cubs tonight, the Royals, who are local over here. So lots and lots and lots of stuff to get to. One more time, as I see people joining by the dozens right now, if you can just go ahead and share this to your timeline. It'll be a big favor to me. Takes one second. Just hit the share button, and then all your friends will be able to enjoy this show just like you are going to be able to enjoy it as well. Also, for all of you folks that are just joining us, we are also doing this show live on seven different podcast platforms right now, such as Anchor, Google, um, Breaker, and all sorts of different platforms. And we are on Twitter at Larry Frankis. That's with the U.S. at the end. And we are also on, obviously, Facebook Live. So let's go ahead. Let's get started with our great show tonight. For those of you who are unaware of it, if you're baseball fans, I'm sure you're all aware of it by now. The 2020 Major League Baseball schedule has come out, and boy, is it a tough schedule, especially if you play in the American League East 
all the NL East. And we start out with the Tampa Bay Rays. And I'm going to tell you, folks, whoever team you belong to this year, every single team has a chance to, to do something this year. When was the last time when the month of August comes up that every single team is in the race? It's incredible. Just great, great, great. So we'll go over some of those schedules. And for those of you fans, I want to make sure you know, this is not going to be a marathon this year. This is going to be a sprint. It's going to start right out of the gate. And if you look at it, we'll look at a couple of different teams, like I said, schedule. We start with the Tampa Bay Rays. But before we get to the Rays, let me tell you this. The 23rd is opening day. These are a couple of key dates on the 2020 schedule. Opening day, the 23rd, the uh, Washington Nationals will host the New York Yankees at 7 p.m. on the 23rd. Then there'll be a late game where the Giants will be at the Los Angeles Dodgers at 10 p.m. So only two games on the 23rd. The Nets hosting the Yanks and the Giants at the Dodgers. The, The early game beginning at 7, the late game at 10. That's one of the key dates. Another key date on the schedule, August 15th, is the Field of Dream Games. That's right. Just like the movie, same field. It's going to be the White Sox versus the Cardinals. And then, August 16th, we the Major League Baseball will be honoring the 100th anniversary of the Negro Leagues. That's August 16th. And then I had a lot of people asking, well, what's going on? Jackie Robinson Day was canceled. No, 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 no. It's not being canceled. It's being rescheduled. It's going to be in August. August 20th is the reschedule of Jackie Robinson Day, where all the players will wear number 42. That's August 20th. And then September 9th, Roberto Clemente Day will be September 9th. So those are the special dates as of now in Major League Baseball. Now, I also want to let you know, let's start out with the Tampa Bay Rays. We'll get about four or five teams in before the Great Barry Lions comes on in about uh, eight minutes. The Rays, the Rays' first five games this year, the Tampa Bay Rays, if you're a Tampa Bay Rays fan, the first five home games, They are home games at Tropicana Field, okay, versus Toronto and Atlanta. They actually play Atlanta in a home-away series where two of the games will be at Tropicana Field, two of the games will be in Atlanta, and then the Rays will finish with three games at the New York Mets and three games homes versus the Philadelphia Phillies. So like we said, it doesn't matter what division you're in. If you're in the East or the National League East, American League East, you have one hell of a tough schedule. So the Tampa Bay Rays, that's how they start out. They start out versus Toronto, home 640 game time on the 24th. As far as Royals fans go, oh my God, they don't put anything easy on these Kansas City Royals. The Kansas City Royals start off with seven straight home, I'm sorry, road games. They are on the road for the first seven games. Boy, that's not good. 
Okay, they start the season in Cleveland, then they play Detroit before they come home on July 31st for their home opener at Kauffman Stadium against the Chicago White Sox. For once again, for you Royal fans that are joining us, the first seven games for the Kansas City Royals are on the road. Now, for New York Mets fans, it's not much easier for you. You know, from a scheduling standpoint, you have to hate being a New York Mets fan. And let me tell you why. Major League Baseball has voted that the toughest strength of schedule this year for the 60 games is the New York Mets. The New York Mets, um, they play Atlanta to open up the season and Boston. And they have the same thing that the Rays have versus uh, the Red Sox. They have that home and away series where they'll play Atlanta uh, first, then they'll play Boston away too, then home too, then they go to Atlanta, and then they play Washington. So if you're a Mets fan, just a tough, tough schedule right out of the gate. And don't forget if you're a Mets fan, you also have to play the American League East 20 times. So you'll be facing the Rays, the Orioles, the Blue Jays, the Red Sox, and the Yankees. So you got to really hate the scheduling if you're a New York Mets fan. As far as the Chicago Cubs, hello everyone from Wrigley Land. Love to have you on the show. Thank you so much for joining us, all you Cub fans out there. The Cubs open up for three games versus the Milwaukee Brewers. Uh, those games will be home. And then they're away at Cincinnati for four games. So, you know, once again, the Chicago Cubs home versus Milwaukee Brewers for three, away in Cincinnati for four. So those are the games for, you know, some of the teams that follow us. I didn't get to all of them, but for those of you that are curious about your team, you can go to Frankly Speaking Sports. We put it yesterday night on Frankly Speaking Sports, the entire Major League Baseball schedule, um, and you can go find your team, and you can go ahead and look at that schedule. But baseball will begin, I remind you, on July 23rd with two games, and then the remaining 26 teams will be ahead, going ahead and playing on the 24th. Now, a lot of scare stuff but among the players and the staff members over the last couple of days in baseball with the testing and COVID-19. You know, all I can say is, you know, it's a serious situation because these players, players need to be tested on a frequent basis. And they're getting upset that these tests that are being done, the results are not coming back. Then you also have to ask yourself, what is the accuracy of these tests? We have heard that some of these tests are incorrect, you know, and when you're dealing with an illness like this, like COVID-19, you don't have the luxury of wanting these tests to be incorrect, especially if it's not in a positive way for you. So, you know, still a lot of kinks. And you know what? You knew there was going to be some kinks. I mean, I... I would be surprised if anybody out there thought that Major League Baseball would run this testing 100% perfect. It's never been done before. There's going to be hiccups. There's going to be mistakes. There's going to be questions. There's going to be delays. The, the, the idea is they got to get it right, and they got to get it right quickly. 
And, you know, that's what Major League Baseball is working on. Um, after the interview with Barry Lyons, the former New York Mets catcher, which we'll have on in about two and a half minutes, we're going to talk a little bit about Patrick Mahomes and his 10-year deal, which could be worth as much as $503 million over 10 years. So he will be with the Kansas City Chiefs for the next 12 years. Um, he's not going to have to worry about money. In the event he should get injured, over $100 million of it is guaranteed. And we're going to discuss that more in detail after the show. And we're going to talk, I'm sorry, excuse me, after the interview. And then we'll also talk about, you know, Dak Prescott. You know, just because Patrick Mahomes is getting this money doesn't mean Dak Prescott, you know, deserves that as well. And we'll talk about that. Also, why we got about a couple minutes before Barry comes on, the NHL has put together an agreement that would allow the season to begin on August 1st. Just needs approval. Don't see much of a problem. But if you're a sports fan, it is going to be an amazing end of July and complete August. Listen to this. Basketball starts up. NBA, NHL is going to start on August 1st. You got Major League Baseball beginning on the 23rd. And you got camps opening. What is it? The last day, pretty much the last day of the month. So all four sports will be having some type of action. And when I say four sports, I'm talking about the big four. NBA, hockey, um, Major League Baseball, and football. You know, when was the last time all four sports were going on at the same time? I cannot remember it, which is a great, great, great thing during an unfortunate, unfortunate situation. Uh, for those of you just joining us, we're seconds away from having Barry Lyons, former New York Mets catcher, um, on the phone with us. For those of you that are just joining us, Barry will be on in a moment, but I do want to remind you, if you can all do me a favor as we get Barry on the line right now, if you can stop for one second what you're doing and just share this to your timeline. It'll take you one second. It'll be a big favor to me. Let's get everybody listening to what's about to be one heck of an interview with former New York Mets catcher Barry Lyons. Let's get him on the phone. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, at this time it is my great honor, thrill, and most of all a pleasure to introduce to you former New York Mets catcher, Barry Lyons. Barry, how you doing tonight, sir? Hey, I'm doing great. Great to be on with you. And let me tell you something, you know, it's great to have you on. I, You know, I lived in New York the first 13 years of my life, grew up a big, big Mets fan, and to have you on is really a privilege. So thank you so much for joining us. Um, let me ask you this, Barry. Uh, we'll start out at the beginning of your career, and I know when you were playing in the Mets minor league system, I mean, let's just say from 83 to 86, um, you know, you, you were hitting over 300, 
Yeah, I think you won championships at single A, double A, triple A. Winning was not something you weren't accustomed to. I know you were named MVP of the South Atlantic League in 1984. Um, if you go back to that time, things were looking up for you then, wasn't it? So let me ask you this. Everything's going well for you. I mean, you know, you're being looked at. You, you know, everything's looking good as far as you're getting called up. And then one evening you find out that the Mets have just acquired Gary Carter. What was your first thoughts when you heard that the Mets acquired Gary Carter?
and get some opportunities and to, uh, to play and uh, took advantage of those opportunities for the most part. But unfortunately, three of the five years in my career I spent, you know, backing up Gary and uh, not getting the opportunity to play that I would have loved to have gotten. Now, how was your relationship with Gary? I mean, you both obviously, I mean, you know, you had a great pitching staff back then. I mean, as much as backing him up, how was the relationship between you two? It was good. Uh, you know, it wasn't great. Uh, but, you know, I, I had no problems with Gary, and nor did he with, with me. Uh, Gary was uh, obviously... Those teams, like you said earlier, were very, very talented. In a Mets uniform, Barry, what would you say were some of your fondest memories on the field with the New York Mets? Well, uh, you know, in 1986, I made the, the major league. 
scouts after coming up from double A. That was certainly a, a huge highlight for me in playing the final exhibition game the day before I would make my major league debut in my hometown or home state of Jackson, Mississippi, where our double A team uh, was located back then was certainly an honor. But unfortunately, I got uh, hurt in August and broke the forearm, uh, hit by a pitch, and missed and was not in uniform for a World Series championship. But that was obviously uh, an exciting time and certainly uh, a moment in time that we thought we were going to uh, repeat several times, but uh, unfortunately that didn't happen. I uh, had a grand slam in 87, had some big moments, uh, had some big games. Uh, uh, having my parents and my family and my brothers and family members and friends in the ballpark, in the stands uh, at various times throughout my career, those are the things that I cherish and, and remember the most. But uh, I was fortunate to play seven years in the major leagues, uh, four and a half years or four years plus with the New York Mets and uh, at a time at a, that it was, there was no greater era of Mets baseball than that, that run from 
were backstage every day, it seemed like, and uh, were certainly uh, well respected and, and vilified and not, but not well liked because uh, our team played hard on the field and, and we 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 dominated a lot of games and uh, you know we kicked a lot of ass. Uh, we just you know, be, be loud and clear with that. But uh, unfortunately, uh, we also <clears throat> became distracted by uh, some of the trappings off the field. And, and there, you know, are a lot of stories and a lot of documentation about all of that that went on. But uh, certainly, uh, it was a great time to be in New York Mets. You know, we're talking to Barry Lyons, former New York Mets catcher. Barry, I know after your career ended, I mean, obviously, I know you ended with the White Sox. Uh, You know, I was reading something up on it, and maybe you can explain to our listeners, but you actually were, uh, you know, part of that devastation from Hurricane Katrina, and I know you lost your house, you lost a lot of your belongings, Explain that because a lot of our listeners don't know about that. That you pretty much lost everything, didn't you? Yes, I'm born and raised in Biloxi, Mississippi. And for those for your listeners that might not know where Biloxi is, it's right on the northern uh, shore of the Gulf of Mexico. Uh, basically, it's a peninsula uh, on the south southernmost part of Mississippi, right between New Orleans, Louisiana, and Mobile, Alabama. And Hurricane Katrina came ashore on August 29, 2005. I had just moved home a couple of years prior to that. I uh, bought a home on a golf course and was had a baseball training facility and was uh, working with kids and running baseball leagues and was working towards bringing minor league baseball to my own hometown, which ultimately, thankfully, did happen. Uh, but uh, uh, Hurricane Katrina came ashore and, and basically just wiped out the, the entire Mississippi Gulf Coast. And uh, my wife and daughter and my father and my uh, daughter's little puppy ended up riding out the storm uh, and a very harrowing experience and survived it uh, by the grace of God. But uh, I lost my home, my business, uh, my parents' home. My parents were in really poor health at the time. And I uh, just had a lot of struggles, a lot of battles, uh, a lot of devastation and depression that set in. And uh, not, not long after the storm and all of the, the suffering from the storm, uh, I also lost my best friend, my brother, Pat, uh, took his own life uh, and committed suicide. And uh, it was a, a very uh, difficult time, a very dark period in my life for, from that time forward and for probably another four or five uh, years after that, just, just surviving instead of living. And, uh, but finally, uh, uh, after all of that, a lot of struggles, a lot of battles, and being basically a broken man, uh, I cried out to the Lord and asked God to save me, and uh, uh, he, he lifted 
and gave me a new beginning, a new life, and uh, I'm just very thankful. I'm married now, uh, a second marriage, which uh, I'm very thankful for. My wife, Julie, and I have been together eight years, and, and uh, this restoration has uh, occurred in every aspect of my life, and, and uh, our minor league baseball team, uh, that I worked so hard for for so many years came to fruition five years ago. I'm uh, an ambassador and a broadcaster and a representative for the ball club. And, uh, you know, an, an adulthood dream came true for me, like much like my childhood dream of being a big league player. I wanted this minor league baseball ballpark and, and team for, for my hometown community desperately. And I, uh, so thankful we have it. Obviously, uh, minor league baseball is shut down this season, and that's very sad and disappointing. But uh, anyway, God has uh, given me a, a second chance at life, and has blessed me abundantly, and given me uh, uh, hope, and uh, have so many positive things going on in my life, and uh, I'm just very thankful and. And very fortunate to be able to share my story, to share my testimony, to encourage other people, and to, to let people know that Jesus Christ is uh, is uh, the way, the truth, and the life. And uh, because of Him, I am a new creature in Christ, and uh, born again Christian, and and just uh, humbled and thankful and and, and blessed, and just. Uh, Appreciate the opportunity to visit with you tonight on your show, and and uh, just uh, just uh, very uh, very uh, honored to have been a major league baseball player. But that is just a platform for me to share how good of God, how good God is, and what He's done in my life, and and, uh, and what He can and will do to help anyone. Uh, and, and to save anyone that's struggling or hurting, and, and uh, but uh, anyway, I, I that was uh, a, a, a recap, if you will, of uh, say the last 15, 20 years uh, since my career ended, and and uh, I, I'm very thankful. Now, how big of an honor? And I know you've been trying for so long to get baseball, which you finally did, minor league baseball in 2015 over to Biloxi. But how big of an honor was it for you when the team decided to have a Barry Lions day for you? Well, that was, uh, that was huge. Uh, my, my wife and my daughter and my godson uh, were, were really instrumental in, in, in putting that together and making that happen uh, that first season. Uh, it's a very long story as far as how ultimately the, the ballpark was uh, was built and, and the funding for that ballpark and how the, the team that was brought in came about. Uh, uh, just to give a very brief uh, explanation of that, all I had done uh, to work towards that was uh, stolen and misrepresented by someone else that uh, got credit for it and, and got a piece of ownership that should have been mine and and uh, it became a very painful process right at the end with all I had done and it was a person that I brought in here
getting the initial credit for for all that I did to make to be to make this happen. And uh, uh, my my godson and my wife and some others stepped forward and and really uh, uh, you know went public with it and 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 made it very clear and the people that know me and most of the people from this community know knew how hard I had worked and how much I had done over the years but they didn't know what was done uh, in behind closed doors and in secret meetings to to cut me out of it and, and uh, uh, basically what uh, someone had done to steal away from me God has restored back and uh, but my, my wife Julie and my godson Patrick and and uh, a few others, but them two primarily, really uh, worked to, to set the record straight to, to make sure the people knew in the city of Biloxi and and uh, the Biloxi Shuckers organization both learned the truth and and and, and they honored me with uh, that that very last day and that was very special. And the principal owner was misled as well uh, in the early stages of, of the, the shuckers. But uh, once they learned the truth, they they uh, you know rewarded me with uh, an ambassadorship role and, and basically you know complete access to everything and whatever I want to do to 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 help. Uh, you know I. I I do, but uh, unfortunately, I did not receive the ownership piece that I was deserving of. But uh, as I tell people, my my goal as being a major league baseball player uh, was not uh, for the money or the financial reward of it. It was to to live it and to experience it and to have my family enjoy it with me. And my whole purpose in working all these years towards bringing minor league baseball to my hometown was to to honor my hometown community and to say thanks and to, to leave something of a legacy for, for this community, my hometown, that'll be here long after I'm gone, and to honor my parents and my family and my family name. And uh, so uh, what someone wanted for, for greed and to, to, to profit themselves Financially, uh, that was not my my goal, and uh, uh, I just trust in God and give Him uh, the glory. And uh, I'm thankful that we have it. Uh, there was a you know a lot of people that supported it and wanted to see it happen, and there was also detractors and people maybe that weren't involved and had other motives or other agendas. Or,
youth level and still involved with uh, high school players uh, in a summer league and a, and a fall league that I do uh, for kids and, and just trying to encourage them and help them and uh, let them uh, have fun and enjoy the greatest game that's ever been played, the game of baseball. Well, Barry, from the bottom of my heart, I, I want to thank you so much for joining us on Frankly Speaking Sports tonight and sharing your story. Just an incredible story, and I really, really appreciated having you on tonight. Well, I'm honored, Larry. Thank you, brother, and I appreciate you reaching out to me, and I, I look forward to, to uh, you know, keeping in touch and, you know, uh, wishing you the best and, and, and everything that uh, you have going on, and I'm honored to be on your show, and I thank you for having me on. All right. Thank you, and you be safe, okay? Okay, my friend. All right. Thank you. That was the great former New York Mets catcher, Barry Lyons. What an incredible, incredible, incredible story. And, you know, just hearing about the success he had, the downfalls in life he had, and how he got it all put back together and ended up, you know, still continuing to be successful in life. We all go through bumps and bruises. He told a story, just an incredible story, and I recommend you share that with everyone. We are just so honored and privileged that Barry took the time out of his busy schedule to come on Frankly Speaking Sports. Just an incredible, incredible, incredible story. And, you know, we want to welcome Rob from Tampa, Florida on the line. And I want to let you all know, we got about 13 minutes in our show. We're going to open up the phone lines. We are going to talk about some other topics as well. But, you know, nothing's more important than the interaction of our listeners. There is a phone number there. It's 479-553-7008. If you want to give us a call, anything you want to talk about, anything. That's what I do. I talk. I talk for a living. My mother would be proud of me. Um, but, you know, go ahead. Give us a call. We'll talk about any topic that you guys want to talk about. Um, on this line, um, so go ahead and call us or just leave a comment. want to also remind you that we said we'd talk about Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes, 10-year deal worth in the vicinity of $503 million. Incredible talent, incredible quarterback, won the Super Bowl last year, had a couple of great, great years. You know, I'm not going to sit here and say whether he deserves all that money or doesn't deserve that money, but I am going to say something because it wouldn't be me if I don't say something. You know, for all those Dallas fans, oh, you know, Dak is going to get his money. Dak is going to get his money. Dak is going to get his money. Dak Prescott doesn't even deserve to be on the same field as Patrick Mahomes, yet make the same amount of money. What has... Okay, yes, he made the playoffs last year, Dak Prescott. Took him to the last game of the season. They had to beat Philadelphia. They ended up 9-7. and seven. And people will go, well, you know, 
It's not Dak's fault. It's not Dak's fault. It is a team game. It is a team game. The quarterback is just as much responsible for the game as every other player on the field, if not more. You know, look at Patrick Mahomes. He had great years, and he won the Super Bowl. You know, I'm not saying Dak doesn't deserve good money, but he does not deserve, you know, people are saying, well, this is going to set the bar for what Dak Prescott should make. No, it's not. He's not in the same category as Patrick Mahomes. Let him win first. Let him win before we start talking about giving him money. He has not won the big game yet. He has not done what Mahomes has done. Okay? There is no way. You know, you look at quarterbacks out there. Dak Prescott. Does he deserve more than Aaron Rodgers? No. Does he deserve more than Ben Roethlisberger? No. Does he deserve more than Tom Brady? No. Okay? And they're still offering him that kind of money right now. But, you know, I'm telling you right now, Dak Prescott is not in the same league as some of these elite quarterbacks. He's not in the same league as Drew Brees either, okay? Now, you go out there, you show what you can do, you sign this um, franchise tag or tender or whatever the heck they call it now, and you show what you can do, okay? Your extension should not be anywhere near the area that Mahomes is in. Number two, you're crying about them offering you only $31 million a year, okay? It's about time you wake up and, you know, obviously you're not completely using that football intelligence on the field. At least use it off the field and go ahead and, you know, show some leadership. You are not exemplifying the leadership that a Mahomes shows, a leadership that a Brady shows, a leadership that a Roethlisberger shows, a leadership that a Breeze shows. You're not in that area yet. And until you start acting like a leader and stop doing foolish things um, and showing that you're a leader, you do not deserve the money. Win for me, Dak. Win for me, Dak. Win for me, Dak, before you get the money. The problem is you want the money before you perform. Mahomes has performed and then got the money. That is the main difference right there. Perform. No one's saying that if you perform, you don't deserve the money. But you don't deserve the money before you perform. That would be stupid ludicrous of the Dallas Cowboys and Jerry Jones to do that. It would be completely foolish. I am so happy for Patrick Mahomes. I think he deserves to be one of the highest paid players in the NFL, okay? Which he is now, but, you know, the man has shown. And I'm so happy for, you know, the Kansas City Chiefs that they saw somebody and locked them up. For the next 12 years, the next, 
He will retire a Kansas City Chief. Great job to the ownership there in Kansas City. We got about seven minutes left in our show, maybe a little longer, maybe closer to 10. The phone lines are open. The uh, comment section is open. Want to remind you that tomorrow night, that's right, tomorrow night, we are going to be on Crew Life, C-R-U-E Life. Uh, We will do, um, frankly, speaking bucks beginning at 9 p.m. Eastern time. I am not going to announce the guest yet. That will be done tomorrow and we will promote it, but we'll keep you in suspense a little bit longer on our special Buccaneer guest for tomorrow night. Want to remind you that we are on several different platforms. Several. Right now, we are actually live, doing this show live, not just on Facebook Live, but we are right now recording it on uh, Google, Anchor FM, Breaker, Spotify. Seven different podcasts right now are actually taping our show live for your listening pleasure. So for those of you that sometimes don't get to watch the show on Frankly Speaking Sports, it's okay. You can go to one of those platforms and listen to it in your car while you're driving to work or from work. Wow, is this awesome, baby, or what? This is unbelievable technology. I love it when it works. I hate it when it fails. But anyway, you can go ahead and do that. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on YouTube. Frankly Speaking Sports. All of our podcasts are downloaded on that site for your listening pleasure as well. You can now go into a sports bar. Listen to this, Frankly Speaking Sports fans. Go into a sports bar tomorrow. Ask the owner. You got a smart TV? They all have smart TVs. That's what we're on now. Say, say, do me a favor. Go to YouTube. Type in the words, frankly speaking, sports. You got to type in the word sports. You'll see a circle with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers football field, Raymond James Stadium's in it. They press it, and you can now drink a beer at a bar, have some food, and watch frankly speaking, sports. We're on TV, baby! We're going big time now. So go ahead, make sure you ask the owner to put it on, turn the volume up, tell your friends about us, have them all join Frankly Speaking Sports. We are getting bigger and bigger and bigger. For those of you that do not know, we broke all sorts of records last week. We are so happy to our listeners. We are so very, very happy and appreciative of all you folks listening. We had in the vicinity of over 10,000 views last week on Frankly Speaking Sports alone. And that's why we are now given the opportunity. We have gotten so big. I mean, we got people from all over the United States and six different countries right now listening to us on our podcast. Incredible. For those of you that own businesses and would like 10,000 views to market your product, let me know. Contact me. Instant message me. We're taking sponsorships. We're big enough to do that, and we want to help you out just like you've helped us out. So all you have to do if you're interested, 
instant message me and we'll talk offline and see what we can do. Love to have you. Love to have you for a sponsor. So we definitely encourage that. Um, We got about five minutes left in the show. I'm looking for different comments. Uh, You can call in at 479-553-7008. We got five minutes left in the show. Any topic you want to talk about. Once again, 479-553-7008. In these last five minutes, I want to open it up to the fans. Whatever you want to talk about. We talked about baseball earlier today. We talked about four different schedules we went over. We went over the Rays. We went over the Mets. We went over the Royals. We went over the Cubs. Um, Just some different teams. If you want to check out the Major League Baseball schedule, um, go ahead and make sure that you go to Frankly Speaking Sports. Frankly Speaking Sports. And the entire Major League Baseball schedule is available for your view on our website. So no matter what team you are, go ahead and do that. For those of you that did not hear, they finally came out with the strength of schedule, the the most difficult schedule in Major League Baseball this year is the New York Mets. By far the New York Mets. Not only do they have to play the teams in their division, obviously they have to play the teams in the um, AL East as well, such as the Yankees, Rays, Red Sox, Orioles, and Blue Jays. But just the way the schedule is done up and the traveling, this and that, it's just a very difficult schedule. Real quick rundown for those of you that don't know. The 23rd of July... Major League Baseball begins once again. The Nats are hosting the Yankees, 7 p.m. Only two games that day. That's right, two games. The Nats are hosting the Yankees at 7 p.m. The Giants are at the Los Angeles Dodgers in the late game at 10 p.m. For those of you fans that are listening, real quickly, the Tampa Bay Rays open up versus the Toronto Blue Jays on July 24th. The Royals open up July 24th at the Cleveland Indians. The New York Mets, for all those great Met fans on tonight, um, want to let you know that uh, the Mets will open up versus Atlanta. So versus Atlanta. And then for you Cub fans, I got lots of Cub fans on tonight. You open up versus Milwaukee and then go to Cincinnati. So just a lot, a lot of stuff. Also, in the same month, um, I want to let you know that in that month, hockey is on the verge of agreeing to begin their season August 1st. The first qualifying games for the playoffs will be August 1st. It's going into a vote, but it will be voted on and accepted. The NBA is beginning. Hockey is beginning. Football camps are opening up. And Major League Baseball. All of the four big guys are going to be playing at the same time. Just an incredible, incredible month after going without any sports due to COVID-19 
It looks like everything is going to open up and it's going to be a great, great month of August. And all you baseball fans that have joined us tonight to watch this show, remember something. First time ever, the month of August, every single team has an opportunity to make the playoffs beginning of August. Everybody's in it, baby. How exciting is that for every team to be in the race in August? It's going to be a wild month, and I can't wait. And we're going to keep you updated here on Frankly Speaking Sports. I want to thank you all so very much for watching us tonight. want to thank our very special guest, former New York Mets catcher, Barry Lyons. To all, have a good night. Be safe. We'll see you on the Crew Life platform tomorrow with Frankly Speaking Bucks beginning at 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Good night.